0: <laughs> and it was with uh this uh guy that was Ed
1: something or other, I can't I can't remember. Kemper? Yeah, creepy. I cut her head off and fucked it. <laughs> Are uh, you leading this uh, show today? How are we doing this? No, just grab bag.
2: Grab you know no, bag it is. We're going to play uh, team team hockey. <laughs> team hockey. All-time right. yeah. hockey. Cycle alright? the puck. Cycle the puck, Rory. Yeah. Pucks on net. Yeah. yeah. All right. Triangles. Tri- triangles. Top cheddar. Top cheddar, Rory. That's Iron horse.
1: Ducks on a pond. Can of corn. Iron Can horse. Corn. Iron horse.
2: Changing, changing, uh, changing genres <laughs> on you. Put another boat on the water, Rory. All right. All <clears> right. <throat> Well, we're back here, on the Skimbo Lounge. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart heart of Texas. Texas.
1: That was just bound to fail. I don't. (laughs) There's a delay. What are you doing? (laughs) What's what's your? You fool.
2: I am Alex, of
1: course. And I'm Rory, as always. And I don't know if you noticed, but that wasn't me talking just a second ago got a wonderful guest on the pod one of the ogs uh one i think uh the first guest the skimbo lounge ever had back in the austin back yet again back in the austin texas days coming live from austin texas it's uh it's jeff (laughs) hey jeff (laughs) hey guys
0: it is uh this is something i've been looking forward to since last time we recorded Uh, i've had a lot of things that's just a lot of things building up rory that i've been waiting to say yeah
1: Oh, oh, all yeah. good yeah. things, I'm sure. Since that podcast, uh, yeah, all good things. It's always good things. People <laughs> have nothing but wonderful things to say to me because I'm such a luminous beacon yes. of hope. Yes.
2: Well, let, let's hear it. Let's 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 hear what's under the, under the under the cap here, Jeff.
1: Let's get some festivus going and get the airing of grievances. Be with you, Crowder.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't really have uh, much. I was upset about other than the fact that you guys moved away. Um, so that yeah. that part wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, you
1: know, I have uh, have been looking forward to the return to the podcast. No, it's good. Well, it worked out for you in the end, anyways. You're getting married soon. So I you never know. Maybe <laughs> if, this, if, the, <laughs> if this quarantine ever ends. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it if we'd been around, we would have made you way more homebodies. Hey, guys, you know I met this girl. She's pretty cool. But fuck it, man. Stay <laughs> home and play Skyrim. Yeah, you're probably yeah.
0: right.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I will, I will, I will be
0: marrying Marla someday. but Who knows when that's going to happen.
1: Well, well, yeah, we were going to talk a little bit about that. What What's the deal with, you know, I'm sure you had all these plans and then the coronavirus hit. What's it like planning a wedding? Even Maybe you're even not planning it right now just because you're waiting for everything to settle. But what's it like knowing that you want to get married in a coronavirus Well, way? how
2: far did you get planning the wedding, first of all?
0: So we got... Uh, the, Three venues in to just kind of visiting. We're very, very early stages. We kind of set a tentative date of fall 2021. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking maybe late September, October, that time. Um, as you guys know, it's mighty, <laughs> mighty hot in Texas. So we were shooting for something a little later in the year just to be a little bit better for everybody coming down from the Northeast. That's the nicest thing I've heard you <laughs> say in a long time. I know, I know right?
1: <laughs> I <was> thinking. <laughs> we wanted a sweltering July wedding. Well, I was
0: thinking... That if, you know, if you guys are going to be coming down here for a bachelor party and all this stuff, you're going to be down here in the Texas sun for a while. So if we could do it a little bit later in the year, that might help Roy look a little less red in the wedding pictures.
1: Oh, as yeah. soon as I got the date, I was going to start edging out into the into the heat. to go, I've got to do this. I must. I must get some sort of something going on or i will die i'm glad i will die i remember 112 degree heat in texas i remember it remember all too well remember when it got to like 90 degrees and i had you guys
0: come outside because i said guys it cooled down outside
1: (laughs) (laughs) this this is what i remember i remember mid july when i was like okay i'm doing it you're like okay rory okay i'm like i'm doing it I'm going to the mailbox. <laughs> I'm going to go check her mail, guys. Uh, and you get like 3 steps outside you're like I want to take a nap. Yeah. Uh, my birthday's in July and my mom sent me like a gift box from home and decided like one of the things she would send me was like this can of like trail mix kind of like thing. It had like Reese's in it and like little (laughs) peanut butter cups and and it was literally a ball (laughs) at the bottom of the thing. It was just soup that had then hardened. I was like, how do I get this out of here? I had to like shake it and smash it against things to get the because I still ate it because I'm a glutton but it was just that's that's the kind of heat it is. If Everything that you don't think is going to melt is going to melt. So the things that do melt really melt. (laughs) Even uh, even your steering wheel. I
0: remember my uh, my steering wheel got soft one day because it was so hot, and then I (laughs) and then I touched it. And you know how? Do you ever notice when you're driving if you're not driving your car, the little where the finger divots are on the steering wheel may not line up exactly where you like them to. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're driving a different car. Well, Mm -hmm. the car that I was driving, they didn't line up how I liked them but that steering wheel was all of a sudden soft that day. <laughs> and let me tell you changed. <laughs> that was the one time that I've been thankful for the Texas heat. The one time. Cause it's ruined. Car the did one this time to? Marla's. Uh, no, this was my car. Oh, this was oh. the, that blue Ford focus that I ended up getting before we moved out of the, the old house.
2: Oh no shit.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people understand it's, there's this thing from people who have, like, lived there their whole lives, who obviously, you know, arguably understand the heat more than the rest of us, but also maybe don't because they don't know what cold is. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're like, it's not. It's a dry heat. It's it's a dry heat. I go, it's a dry heat because all of my sweat is evaporating into the sky. And it's not as I die on the sidewalk. And it's not even dry.
0: It's like 100% humidity
1: no. here today. I mean, it's
0: not <laughs> even a dry heat. Like don't it, people no. that come at me with that. I'm Like what's dry about it? Like what what <laughs>
1: humidity <laughs> scale are you using versus the one that we're using really in the Northeast? Do go on. Like get out of here with yeah. that. Well, it's like I thought. You know, I thought because i lived in san francisco for a little while out there with my uncle and uh during the winter you'd watch people in you know 40 degree weather out there which is pretty damn cold for them just freak out about it oh it's so freezing and i'm outside like a t-shirt like this is great this is is totally (laughs) fine like what are you guys talking about uh and then you go back to vermont where it's february and it's you know seven degrees out and the windshield brings it to negative five and then you watch that one kid with the bad parents walking (laughs) to school in the shorts with the blizzard and And wet hair
0: oh they were god bless you they were too deep into their heroin nod to realize to check the weather it was like oh it was 60 degrees yesterday they'll be
1: fine no yeah no no it's okay that's that's where we're from. So <laughs> I feel then, like people have a
0: hard time figuring that out. And then out. We're like, oh my god, it's seven degrees. This is terrible. And then the, you got the people up in the upper Yukon in Canada that are like, oh, like this is oh, seven straight degrees, balmy.
1: Consider yeah. yourself lucky. Get get on the short sleeve yeah. spot. Just I <laughs> hope they go. Mm.
2: So to get back to the the wedding of it all, you right. So you had set a tentative date and you looked at venues, and that's as far as you got. Basically, yeah. So okay. I have
0: a I have a lot of great pictures on my phone of all these <laughs> venues. I even had the forethought to take a picture of the like little sign they put up that says you know what the name of the venue you know like open house, so that the line of pictures I have after that I know are all part of that venue, so we can keep them nice little photo album. Mm. So yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm That's t- how you know he was taking it seriously. T- this wasn't just the bullshit. Well,
0: you know, I'll, I'll tell you, There's, I, I'm going to have to pull my end because... I got lucky with, with, with who I ended up with, so I got to make sure I listen. Pull anyone
1: my, who's seen you knows. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: well, that's true. You know, I'm not gonna
1: not gonna debate you there. Uh. Oh, come on, <laughs> listen. I'm the self-deprecating one in this podcast, buddy. Okay, there's not room enough for two people to be down on themselves like that. Well,
0: it's this whole coronavirus thing, man. Uh, you know, like Cacho said uh. in the last podcast, who gives a shit? about anything anymore yeah feel good about myself well, it's coming to Feel an bad end. about myself who cares whatever man
1: whatever does what's that been man. like out in texas
0: um i mean for us it's been fine like we're we're taking it pretty serious as far as quarantine and everything so we're going out pretty much only for groceries and take out food mm-hmm. on the weekend so it's a little tough to keep sane. you know and it, and it's just like we're with each other all the time so it's just kind of making sure we still understand that we respect each other and not to to bite (laughs) each other's heads off because it's like it's just realizing that you know whatever frustrations might happen it's like the coronavirus is really (laughs) the reason because they weren't they didn't they didn't
1: exist beforehand it's like yeah, you know, I, I don't know. So you, like, accidentally step on her toe, and you guys are like, Damn you, coronavirus! <laughs> yeah. She shoves Jeff you... down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. What hell have you wrought? No, it's it's real. I don't know. know. I
0: think it's just understanding the situation we're in right now is different than anything else you've ever had to deal with, so... You know, sure. Just, totally yeah, sure. Totally
1: unprecedented on all fronts. I'm just, you know, uh, how's the rest of the community? Are they all taking it pretty seriously, too? Or? Generally. You
0: know, it's it's... The like H E B the
1: grocery store doesn't let you in
0: without mask on. You know it's like they're everybody's taking it pretty seriously. You know as far as businesses keeping people Mm -hmm. from coming in that are not going to abide by the rules, but you know it's Texas, so there's going to be places that are like we're proud to not require you to wear a mask and all you know that kind of bullshit. So (laughs) you just stay away from those. Yeah, you just stay away from those places. Uh, There's the Palazzo strip club is opening up this weekend it's memorial day they can't it's gonna be they, a lot of mortal combat yeah, fetishes
1: out there that have been realized oh look at that girl in that mask yeah. that is so hot yeah
0: they can't sacrifice this holiday about dead soldiers <laughs> <laughs> people can't. gotta stop being sad they gotta
2: look at some titties
0: yeah what did the what uh-huh. did these soldiers die for after all if not for some dollar bills to get thrown at some naked uh some naked women that probably disappointed this is why my buddy died in Fallujah
1: <laughs> dance for me you strange whore
0: and
2: I'm proud to be in the ma- I said keep dancing my I didn't watch my
0: buddies <laughs> die face down in the muck to not be able to swipe this credit card through your
1: butt like it's a credit card machine I Was, like, I was like, Johnny you you washed out you didn't go to war like I said I did not do those things <laughs> oh that's sad uh i'm still waiting to see like a karen out front of like uh the local supermarket the karens are going wild i'm putting this on the YouTube. oh the hannaford the world is watching hannaford and
0: barry has got to be probably the worst place on earth right now back home
2: yeah yeah. it's bad it's i imagine it's pretty bad but i haven't seen anybody pull like a full on it's a lot of paranoia i haven't seen anyone go full-on karen about it you know what i mean like these videos mm-hmm. where it's people banging on the plexiglass and tipping <laughs> shit over it's crazy <laughs> what the fuck I is saw wrong with woman, these people
1: yeah i saw one woman who uh was like i have a medical condition that i do not have to explain to you that keeps oh, yeah. me from being able to wear a mask. And I was like, you're so full of shit. You're fucking moron. Even, yeah. even the heaviest asthmatics out there in the world. are like, yeah, you know what? I have a little bit of trouble putting the mask on for long periods of time, but even I can suffer through going to my Costco. <laughs> if you can't and, and heading through, this
0: is like, this is, uh, like, is going to be a thing uh, on video that you guys will see. But to the, to the listeners at home, you know when you'd pull your shirt up over your face because somebody farted mm-hmm. just like <laughs> yeah. just like this, and you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to smell that. How much did your T-shirt help or stop you from breathing? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. mean, I mean, Come on. get real. That's what most of these masks are made out of. They suck. Yeah. They're not fun to do. Rory, I see you've got a beard now. They're not fun to wear with a beard.
1: They're no, not, it's so hot yeah, out. they're not great. And I, I, do, I wear a scarf, too, when I do it. Like, when I wear this thing, I wear, like, the kind of scarf. I look like a bandito yeah. It's so much fun. And uh, and I go out, and when I come back, I'm like, oh, it is so warm. But it's much preferable to – your to... parents dying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But so, like, even for me, who I I have had the fucking coronavirus, when I go out, I'm like, I know I'm not – like even even though i like i haven't been tested for anybody so it's better safe than sorry for me to go out and do that but knowing that of most of people like i'm not a high risk person i still do it because i know it makes people feel better to a certain extent and and that in a day when i think there's a lot less trust going around for your fellow man shocker i can't imagine why i i feel like that's even a decent thing to do i don't understand why it's so fucking hard it's, do, do you need people to see your, t- your, your, your snaggletooth out there in the world? Is that what it is? Because I got to tell you, most of the people that I've seen not wearing the mask out of protest, I'm like, I, I'm not surprised by that at all. Like, not even a little bit. I mean – It always seems to be the same types of people. It's the people that can't
0: stand getting oh, told what to do. I, I'm one of those people, self-admitted. But when it affects other people – That's when I'm like, okay, if me just wearing a mask for the 30 minutes I'm out of the house at the grocery store will Mm -hmm. stop Grandma Ethel from getting sick and dying, great. I am all in. That is fine with me. Same thing as if somebody, if a homeless guy is like looking pretty destitute and it only costs me a dollar to maybe, maybe he doesn't spend that on food. But he's got the chance to, and he never would have if I didn't give him that dollar. It's like it's that same mentality where it's like people that totally disregard others' well-being, and they're like, "Well, I'm patriotic." It's like, "Well, no,
3: mm-hmm.
0: not at all." No, you're not. not. at all, because yeah, if you really want to, you're selfish. Yeah, if you really want to go by the tenets of what the country's supposed to be about, it's we're all in this together. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And it's, just, I do. and it's just that's what makes me laugh. So and it's hard. because it's been made so easy for these people for so long to exercise their freedoms and yeah. be well, told that that's to a legitimate that a and bit. be told that's a legitimate viewpoint. It's like all these they always talk about, oh, we got all these snowflakes that are getting taught in school. They're all special. They get to do their special little things. You know, they get to they get to make sure that they get their space and they're liberals, you know, Mm -hmm. Like, and they're going to grow up one way and they're they're pussies, you know, and all that. And it's like, well, really like, look at yourself. Like who got brought up in the way that's like, it might've been framed as like a manly thing where it's like, you do what you want to do. You take care of your own, you take care of yourself. And it's like, well, who's the selfish one? You know, you're just no discipline involved in that. You're just putting a little uh, different filter in front of it. You
1: know, that's all you're doing. Yep. Well, it's just so easy to spin the rhetoric, though, when you only listen to the people who agree with you. And that's the problem. And it's the scary thing about not just the Internet, but the the 24-hour news cycles. I would love to see a news network out there where at certain times... Actually, you know what? I take that back because the problem that we have with those that, that sort of cycle of media is that it's, it's so much easier and way more profitable for them to find their audience and pander to that mm-hmm. audience to keep them around. That's how you make your money. You don't make your money by giving objective, informationally-based news anymore. If somebody just came out and said, uh, you know uh, – this thing happened. Uh, there was a tragedy. There was a shooting in Las Vegas. Uh, this many people died. This person was suspected the shooter. Uh, this happened. These are. This is the information. That would be news. Yep. It would be journalism. But now what you get is, uh, oh, you know, it came out uh, that that person, he, he had supported Barack Obama or whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. And they, they harp on that fucking shit because there's a political lean one way or another. Obviously, it wasn't Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that before people get pissed off. It's always somebody else. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder who. And there I am doing the same thing, but I'm not a journalist. You'll notice, so I get away well, with I it. Well, I think you're just about as qualified as,
0: as a lot of them are
1: nowadays. <laughs> well, I did apply for Hannity, so so let's let's see how that I, goes. You know, I'm not going to hold
0: my breath for you. But I, <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I think they're exactly what they're what, what they're looking for.
1: I would love to get a call from Fox News about applying for one of those jobs and having them be like, "Well, let's. Why don't you? What's your uh, political leaning?" Well, first off, I think you're all morons. Uh, Hannity's a dick. <laughs> I think that you guys all have a terrible spin, and I would like to bring some information into the writers' room. I don't think that's going to get you. Get through this the, guy the yeah, fuck I don't out think of that's here. That's going to get you through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Hire this man. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring me in, and I walk in, and somebody shoots me with a Luger.
0: I mean, the problem is either of you guys bah! are talented enough to play the part. I mean, look at... Oh. I mean, I, I would want to see, like, Tucker Carlson, like, make him just a straight-up actor. I bet he makes some great movies, because he he cannot <laughs> honestly believe the bullshit that he's saying. You know what I mean? It's its because he knows... Uh,
1: Authoritarianism is a hell of well, a... Somewhere right. there's a the universe
2: where... Tucker Carlson made all the Adam Sandler movies, and Adam Sandler is on Fox. He's like,
1: What is wrong with
2: black people?
0: Well, there was another mass shooting today. Uh, liberals are gonna try to blame it on Donald Trump, but we all know it was that penguin.
3: <laughs> 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 wow. you know, what are
0: you doing, penguin? What do you do <laughs> with that AK AR fifteen penguin?
2: <laughs> expressing your freedoms uh, of course you are come back
1: to the zoo it's
2: Guantanamo Bay
1: <laughs> I honestly wish we lived in that world but <laughs> yeah. Only because, only if I had lived in this one so I could see the humor in it. Because those guys are like, fuck that Adam Sandler piece of shit. I wish you could be fucking cool like Chris Hansen. (laughs) Or Hannity or fucking whoever the fuck it is.
0: Chris Hansen, I don't know about his personal life. (laughs) But I'll tell you, he took a a lot of pedos off the streets. Like that's (laughs) fine with it.
1: No, he didn't take a lot of them off the street. He interviewed a lot of them before they were taken off oh, yeah. the streets. Let's be honest. <laughs>
0: sure. Let's take, just take a let's, seat. Uh, just let's help the courts uh, make or help their lawyers make a sympathetic case by recording how stupid they are <laughs> before they get prosecuted.
1: <laughs> well, we talked a couple episodes too about uh, a couple episodes ago about those reality show guys who did like the the cheater show who gets yeah. stabbed. How did Chris Hansen not fucking die? I don't because I don't listen to the show,
0: so I don't remember that. Yeah, of course, just Great.
1: kidding. <laughs> just, I do. <laughs> it's all ki- classy, really classy stuff. Thanks for railroading me. This is something we haven't done in a while. But I just can't imagine Chris Hansen. Why did he ever get stabbed? You would have thought of anybody to get stabbed. I guess pedophiles are cowards. What a shock!
0: I feel like but at I, that. You
1: would have thought. I feel like at that point, though, I'm Chris Hansen. Just take a sheet. He's got a gun. <laughs> I feel like at that point, maybe they knew they were cameras because by the time he revealed it, that what he was doing. What else you got to lose, though? You're about to die in prison. There's footage of you going to an underage girl's house. I feel like that's kind of frowned upon in today's prison system. I mean,
0: and another part of the problems in in our society. that don't have to get addressed (laughs) necessarily here. But (laughs) being being a pedophile on the internet, you're getting out of prison. Murdering a television host on camera, you're not. So I think at a certain point, they're... They're balancing what they're willing to get in trouble for, and that's someone true. that's going to be a pedophile, maybe
1: not a murderer as well.
0: <laughs> you know, you never know. Maybe jump. you
1: go to prison. You know, you're about to get stabbed a bunch.
0: Oh, 100. They get they get treated poorly. Killed. sexual <laughs> offenders get treated poorly <laughs> in prison.
1: If anything, I learned from SVU, it's that sexual based offenses are particularly <laughs> heinous. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That, I learned so much from USA. I gotta tell you that show has jumped the shark. By the way, I don't. Oh, I have. I have not been. I don't have cable anymore. I, I watch everything on Netflix or Hulu. Well, it's on Hulu. It is yeah. all of it. Oh boy, all of it. I just lost all of tomorrow. All of it. I gotta all tell you,
0: and and I mean, it's still a very entertaining show. But I'm gonna get me some Stabler going but on. But there's not as much of a. The episodes are not as satisfying. Like it's always because it reflects the world. I guess you know what I'm not giving enough Mm. credit to SVU. Right now, the world sucks. Like we know, (laughs) we know that Donald Trump sucks and is probably going to get reelected again. Yeah. So it's like we know that's the bad guy,
1: actually. But I did see a projection that said that he was set up to lose in a landslide defeat. But then again, we all remember what happened last time, so I take it all. Okay. You know.
0: We'll see after after. I don't know how much people uh how, how much uh attention is paid to current events but uh joe biden's interview this morning
3: oof on
1: i the, i did not i did not watch the, it why don't we run so that? he
0: was on the breakfast club and maybe you can pull the audit, audio for it i don't know if that's he a, was on the breakfast club yeah, with uh, charlemagne the god like that on Hot. yeah i know i know oh, the yeah, breakfast club what the yeah, fuck was joe? yeah um what the fuck
1: was what the fuck was Joe Biden doing on the exactly breakfast? Exactly what
2: you think. Well,
1: <laughs> well, did he rap? Did he drop a hot beat uh, and no, uh, he, lay down some bars. He dropped a hot take. <laughs> That's for sure.
0: Um, Go so on. So he, you know, he's getting interviewed, and you know, towards the end of the interview, and um, Charlemagne <laughs> the God is basically like, "Oh, Joe, tell us, you know, whatever else you want to say on this shit, whatever, you know." And Joe Biden says, "Well." Yo, if you're gonna vote for Trump, you're not black.
3: <laughs>
0: Something I I may be paraphrasing. Koch, you could probably pull it up. I don't know if you have the access to that audio, but basically that's Basically that's what he said, and he said it in jest. And I do that in air quotes in jest, mm, mm-hmm. uh, because Doesn't that's matter. what his team is saying afterward. But it's it gets to a certain point where it's like if you got <laughs> <laughs> if you gotta say if you gotta do damage control. After every after single you thing your candidate says, maybe you picked the wrong
1: one. Well, I just heard he picked his VP as Klobuchar as well. I don't She's know being vetted. Confirmed. She was being
0: vetted. I think she's being. V- I think after ah. today, it's going to end up being Harris or or Abrams. So? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be in when they do it. I don't know when they do it. It's going to be the most pandering bullshit that the democrats always do it's like by picking a minority they don't have to worry about minority issues right you know and it's and it's just well it's just around and around we go i'd like
1: to think that that the american people at least when it comes to the people paying attention to the choices of the democratic party aren't the type of people you want to assume you can pander to these days i feel like all that's going to do is just put biden's foot out look at him pull out the handgun, he shoots himself right in it there's, there's no way that it's not going to hurt him if you don't take a really intelligent and nuanced approach to these things, which he clearly isn't. Yeah. And I worry that it's going to be the same thing that Hillary Clinton did, where she's like, I've got this in the bag. I don't need to worry about this shit. Let's go freewheeling. I'm smoking a joint. I don't think she did that. but <laughs> she, had, she had that in her bag right next to the hot sauce that she also didn't have in her bag mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's one of those things man i i shudder to think that they would be so nonchalant in in assuming that they've got this thing wrapped up i know that there's a lot of republicans out there that are particularly disappointed in donald trump and his actions that have said you know i won't be voting for him but they're not being but. given a reason to vote against him either It just means they're not gonna vote. Or maybe they'll go third party for some other guy who fits the authoritarian. Justin Justin Amash. I I will
0: let me let me plug Justin Amash. Don't like the guy, but if you're a Republican and listening to this podcast, go vote for that guy. Vote for him. Vote for him a ton. Justin Amash. Justin Amash at Justin Amash on Twitter. Justin Amash. That's your guy. That's your guy. (laughs) That'll reach our
1: heavily Republican base. (laughs) Need him. A lot of Republicans <laughs> out there listening. Uh, I just, you know, I, I, I look at two authoritarians is what I'm seeing. I see Joe Biden as being a war hawk. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it last podcast. You know, there's the potential. I think we're we're going to go to war with Iran if we get Joe Biden because there's just too much profit there. And they are a likely target. Uh, we're not going to war with Saudi Arabia. That's not going to happen. So who's it going to be? And Joe Biden's going to ramp up conflict. Yeah. That's what... That's what he's going to do. There's just too much money in that. And I, that's what the established political system is about. It's about generating money. Well, he's got... Whether it be through the government or whether it be for yourself. He's got too much gumption
0: not to, you know. Gumption. Yeah. Good old man yeah. word. I like that. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> well, we can, uh, uh, we can veer off of... Uh... <laughs>
1: you're getting married (laughs) how many of those places that uh you went to look at got closed because of the coronavirus damn it we're gonna get back into it um shit
0: all of them basically yeah they all yeah yeah, i mean (laughs) we we went we visited a lot they were all really nice like you know they're all very very nice places but obviously nothing's going on everybody else is pushing their weddings back Mm -hmm. because of this whole thing Mm -hmm. um you know colin's wedding getting pushed back so i assume anyway um did no, get invited he, to that one I don't know he's not the type he's gonna soldier on <laughs> Focus. yeah Come, if you wear a fucking mask Our you're friend. not getting it <laughs> yeah. potential friend of the pod Colin yeah. I don't know if he listens <laughs> who knows I don't know I don't think, I think so in, I don't think so I think Colin. In, the, in the time that he is able to have free from his cat and his domesticated life he plays Call of Duty
2: for like half an hour a week yep <laughs> that sounds <laughs> about right so are you thinking about getting married in Houston or Austin uh Austin most likely Or yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the only tough part is like people traveling down here, but if we were to get married up there then all of Marlo's family is traveling up there and they there's a lot of family mm-hmm. for her. There's I mean, her dad has uh-huh. three siblings. Um, so it's like there's a lot uh-huh. of kids involved with that mm-hmm. too, and it's like, you know, we're not we're not yep. gonna restrict kids from the wedding or anything like that. So it's you know, I think as far as people from the northeast coming down here is just going to be so you guys are still planning on a big wedding i mean we're looking at like 160 people or so you know it's pretty even both Mm -hmm. sides
1: um rory you're on the bubble (laughs) (laughs) great you gotta you gotta think about that just because uh i mean i've already talked to kaj about my plans to try and sleep with every single bridesmaid right down the line no 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 maybe you said maybe Let's get her a wine cooler. <laughs> well, well, Marla <laughs> listens to
0: the podcast, so she may not like what I'm about to say, but I'm pretty sure all of her bridesmaids—well, most of them—are going to be single, as far as I, <laughs> as far as I know of who they're going to be.
1: And maybe I'm not saying live on the podcast that I want you to try and uh, sow dissent among relationships in in all of the ladies <laughs> on Marla's side <laughs> that are coming. Because we all know I've burned all my bridges with any <laughs> woman who might be single who's coming from your side. So uh, that's all I got. I, I, don't, think, I don't think there's
0: any single women coming from my side. Well, I yeah. guess my roommates, who knows exactly, who knows my exactly old roommates, if they're going to be single or not. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know.
1: Again, yeah. just so Discord. I don't know. Just so Discord. Find out which one of them have proclivities for excessively pale gentlemen. Ooh, he's cute. He's been down in the sun oh, and he looks like a sexy lobster. He looks like
2: a ventriloquist dummy dressed casually. This is lovely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Great. It's always wonderful to see what you guys think of me. So <laughs> Yeah, no, just you know. Watch out. <laughs> is he joking? I'm yeah. not. But it should be. I mean, we're
0: going to do it when the timing is is correct. Obviously, yeah. you know, we're not going to yeah. try to force anything and have anybody come down here. Like, if we get a second wave and pushes things back even further, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to. I'm not one to be like, "Yeah, fuck everything else," and we're just going to do it. We,
1: well, forever is a long yeah. time. You can. wait.
2: Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was beautiful, Roy.
1: <laughs> you, you've already no <laughs> – that's not what I meant. I mean, you've already dedicated yourselves to yeah. one another. So what's the difference gonna difference be between in a couple extra now. months or forever
2: is a long forever
1: is a long time. <laughs> just looks off into the distance. <laughs> a long time. I'm just
0: going to play this podcast as my vows. Yeah, there you go. Right, cool.
1: Oh, I wish I'd chosen my words much more carefully. Settle in, everybody. I'll just be standing there. All the bridesmaids will look at me, and I'll just sit there with wide eyes and nod my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's me. You all have a chance. <laughs> all of you. All of you still have a chance. (laughs) Perhaps at the same time, if you're cool with it. I don't... (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about porn in the last episode. There's this no holds barred. Yeah, that that was... uh, was...
0: You you guys laid it all on the table. I found
1: something I'm into, Koch. There it is. I was was proud of you guys. Laying it all out there
0: on (laughs) this
2: podcast. It's like I was saying before. I don't give a fuck anymore. (laughs) About anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's too, I don't, that's well, the end of the world. I was barely employable before all the jobs dried up. What's going to happen now?
1: <laughs> I'm apparently very unemployable, if you would believe my previous employer. I am not a team player, apparently. Well, wow. which I disagree with based on my previous statement. I am pro team player.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get at me, ladies.
0: Yes, I, I will say, uh, Rory, if you're going to put this on your resume, <laughs> yes, Rory is a team player. One hundred percent. Any future bosses that Rory has, um, he's a hard worker, gets along really well with others. Um, he really, you know, you're not going to find anybody more socially aware, more spiritually aware. Um,
1: really gets into. You can make a his...
2: pipe out of an apple. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just cuts
1: to a quote from me. God is dead. Everybody, yeah. rip the bandaid. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you for lying for no me, problem. Jeff. That was so nice no of you. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's going to be, yeah, I'm going to be at your wedding, and someone's like, so I listen to the Skimbo Lounge. Oh, do you? Drink into my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, good that you are paying attention. Isn't that wonderful? You didn't get it on my boutonniere. Uh,
2: all right, Rory, Rory I, I don't know.
1: I assume they'll be wearing a boutonniere. Go, go ahead, Kat.
2: No, I was just going to say, I think this all depends, too, on when exactly you guys get married, because Rory mm-hmm. and I are supposed to go on the second season of Love is Blind, where they're going to, like, start letting in some freaks. so. And
1: we've all heard about your proclivities. You're like, oh, she had to ride it on a skateboard. I'm so happy. <laughs> are those? It's like a dream come true. Are those true. spitfire uh, bearings, I hear? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to show up to Jeff's some skateboard wedding with talk. a little
2: person in a papoose on me and just be like, we're in love.
1: Yes. I've never been happier. Yes. That The producers were like, we did not think that this was going to work out so well. We were looking for drama and it's not there. (laughs) Why didn't we invite them to Cancun? Rory, I'm so glad you watched that whole show. I hate you. I absolutely fucking hate you for bringing that up as an idea. I watch really bad shows all the time, but reality television is particularly an area of entertainment that I loathe. <laughs> I just. Ugh. I knew you were going to like it's, it. It's fake television that doesn't have the balls to admit it. I knew you were going to like it. Oh, it drives me crazy. You're a monster. There better be a second season. Oh, there. <laughs>
0: I'm addicted now. It's like heroin. 100% there will be a second season of that show.
2: Oh, they already announced it. And now mm-hmm. I will say so did they really... I
0: also found the show as ridiculous as as The Next Person. Oh, did she know the, you en- now? the <laughs> entertainment value? When Gianina, caught your, you know your your paramour there. When she's
1: your bell of when the balls. She
0: murdered that man in cold blood, on camera.
3: <laughs> that was it's the most savage. Thing. I was
0: I was getting a little bit out on that show at that point, but I was like, shit! If stuff like this is going to happen on this television program. I am savagery. <laughs> I am one hundred percent in.
1: I just feel like wow. You couldn't wait for the cameras to stop rolling for that one. That one couldn't have come in the middle of the night. You guys are having a little argument. Seems like they fight a lot. Yeah. I got the idea that she was doing it because it's a sex thing for her. You fight, and then you angry, bang it out. One hundred. That's cool. One hundred percent a sex thing for it's her. It's okay. Yeah. Dude, you could tell that, uh, did you guys watch the reunion? Because I thought we were going to talk about it a little bit. And she's like, yeah, we're back together. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, so you you basically informed him afterwards that it's a sex thing. And he was like, oh, 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 okay. And then everything was okay after that. We fight, we bang it out, we go home. She just wants to yell. Don't you get that? She just wants to yell at someone. And if you're going to be her partner, it's going to be you
0: wake up buddy until she says wake until up she says goddamn and then he just like the air going out of a balloon just totally soft unbelievable the guy she keeps his she keeps his spine next to his balls
1: in her little locker at she home Keeps his balls in a little pouch around his neck like sir davos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game of thrones reference i think i was
0: less satisfied with game of thrones than i was with love of blind Love is blind. I would, I would well, that's agree to
1: that's that. That's everybody. I've started watching through Game of Thrones again. I will admit to see where everything yep. quite went wrong in certain things. And you know what I've noticed since I started watching back through it is just the heavy, heavy amount of hints that they give you at the obvious things. Like you go back to when Theon Greyjoy's um, being held by Ramsay Bolton, right? And you're sitting there going, you know, he's sitting there doing the game about like if you can figure out why I'm torturing you and all that and you sit there and go okay but the scene before him was Bruce Bolton the flayed man banners behind them they're talking about shit that relates directly to the next scene and they do it every fucking step of the way like having seen the show again and and now like really paying attention hard it's like it's almost a little ham-fisted at times just how hard they allude to the next scene and how hard they foreshadow the things that are going to be happening afterwards it's honestly a little disappointing in a sense it's clever the first time through but the rewatchability is just not there and i mean even irrespective of where it ruins itself in later seasons it's kind of it's kind of a bummer and yet i persist <laughs> i keep watching but they it. do it when they do that uh, sort of thing
0: in the show where you know you go back and you realize like oh shit how did i not realize that how do i not in see the other, that you know yeah. in the other seven major things that are happening in this episode especially at that mm-hmm. point in the show it's like yeah you're not going to like get every single little thing rewatches help with that but in the books like True. they're not so ham fisted you know because mm-hmm. when you know the books when you're great, writing man. you can hold off on revealing things like you don't have to do it in a mm-hmm. show where you might have to do it on camera with like a little wink like hey this is coming up like in the books you can just hit someone with that as like a reveal you mm-hmm. don't have to have all the necessarily the setup for it as much you know so it's like they're that well, that was those sort of things are the issue with the major issues they had with translating the book as well as just the mm-hmm. sheer amount of content you know they had cut mm-hmm. a lot of characters and stuff out
1: well, but it's like things like that also sans is not 14 hanging out with Tyrion Lannister naked and his penis is erect that doesn't happen yes, in the show yes they <laughs> wisely they wisely <laughs> aged the characters quite know. a bit <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have Peter Dinklage uh, go full frontal. That was... What a shock. Uh, <laughs> Do you think he's packing? I think he's packing. I, you mm-hmm. never know. You gotta get there somehow. Yeah. I, I see uh, I see Hollywood as being a, uh, a disgusting place after the whole Weinstein scandal <laughs> happened. I think everybody's showing bone to get where was they are. Was that what it took
3: for you? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs>
1: That's what pulled the wool over, or the wool from my eyes. That's what lifted the veil. I was like, "Wait, you're telling me that that dude doesn't crush puss? What's going on?" What a shock! So, who do you think would have done well on Love Is Blind from Game of Thrones? I mean, like uh, the Red Woman, probably. Who? Do, well, I guess she could I manipulate guess, her way into everything. I guess a
0: better, a better question: Who would have traded up? You know, like Mark, basically Peter Mark, Dinklage. Mark on Love Is Blind was basically going to be trading up for whoever he happened to get with. You know, sure, not just because he's short. That was not a veiled short
1: joke. I guess it just became one. But <laughs> who? It depends on what time during Game of Thrones we're talking about. Because if it's pre Theon Greyjoy getting his dick cut off, or post Theon Greyjoy getting his dick cut off, those are two different true. things. Well, what about, what
0: about post-Theon Greyjoy getting his dick cut off? Also post-Theon Greyjoy. What about post Reek? <laughs> still Theon Greyjoy with his dick cut off? Because late show Theon Greyjoy, different ball game than after he
1: first got his That's dick fair. cut off
0: with Ramsey Bolt.
1: Well, I feel like he's having a hard time anyways because he's there and he like can't see the person on the other side. So he assumes the whole time he's being tricked. Like he's going to leave the pod and Ramsey's going to be standing there like blowing that trumpet no like weak. oh sorry i thought you were having a fun time let's cut your pinky off and then like he's back into it and they they put him on the cross again
2: and he's like no 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 i guess so not i feel like he would had a hard time are, it just gouges his eyes out
1: yeah. exactly i feel like he couldn't trust anything that whole time how poorly would eddard stark have done well he'd have been dead at that point so
0: it's been like what are you into first first season
2: Edard Stark. Mark First Mark kind of was Eddard Stark, so I feel like if you put Eddard and Jessica together, together, he's getting his fucking head cut off. That
0: would have been. Do you think Jessica was comparable to Cersei? Yeah, she gave her dog wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. See, I'm drawing, I'm drawing all sorts of parallels right now.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her to fuck her brother and then murder people. Barnett yeah. is definitely wow. brawn. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. fair. Just. Whatever, yeah. You
1: know. There's, there's some deep parallels to Game of Thrones now we're drawing. Are we blowing your minds at home? Yeah, this I is, hope we well, are. This is some, this is some good fucking pod. Yeah. The Hound <laughs> could have finally ended
0: up with somebody that loves him for him. And then Jessica comes out, she's like,
1: I was a little disappointed at the Hound. Wow. Uh, he didn't say anything about the he scar. Didn't, he didn't say anything about the melted half of his face. <laughs> and have you seen his brother?
0: His. No fire!
1: His brother is so
0: much better looking.
1: Yeah. He's like, huge. <laughs> he's like the kind of person I'd normally be dating. And then he's out there, like, sitting there, like, murderous eyes. And she's like, but are you happy? Are you, like, really happy? And he's just like, <laughs> he's just super angry. <laughs> and then he chops her in half with his great or sword. Or he
2: just does the Oberon squish, where he just grabs the head <laughs> Smack oh, Jessica and Jessica no would, definitely, would definitely date a
0: zombie. If it was good-looking enough. Like, if, if the mountain yeah. was still good-looking, like, she'd be yeah. 100% about it.
1: We're talking pre-Manticore Venom? Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 I would say so. You know, just because of looks, I just thought of the perfect parallel, though. Gigi and Damien are Daenerys and Jon Snow. Because she's <laughs> the fire-breathing bitch, and she brings him to heal. He, he started off, I was like, this guy's not a terrible guy, and then the more you see him, he's just like, please don't yell at me. I had a hard day. I can't, my stink is too tough to cut. And she's like, would you just fuck <laughs> me
0: already? <laughs> See, I, I would say more than, more than Jon Snow, because he would just go cry in a corner. Jorah.
1: Jorah would be like, true. Milady, that's, that's, that's true. Not respectful. Except, except they never bang. She's just always like, what do you want from me, sir? And he's just
0: like, uh, it's y- Uh. Jorah, do you notice how you always say that I'm the greatest queen you've ever known, but I never say that you're the best protector I've ever had?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tear. Khaleesi uh, runs off crying.
2: I'm not wrong, though. That guy's totally fucking insufferable, right, Damien? Or is it just because I caught the scent of a lesser stag in my nostrils because I'm obsessed (laughs) with Giannina?
1: (laughs) No, there's a certain sense about it that I feel like he he missed the signals. Because again, I don't feel like we're all crazy in thinking that she wanted to fight and then make up. She wanted to yell and complain and then she wanted to have it not be a big deal. And he sort of took it like, your words matter. Everything you say means something. And after you're done saying it, I'm going to take it as if you weren't just saying it to hurt my feelings, which is what it was. And I'm not going to let it go this whole fucking time to the point where I walk away from you at the altar like a dumbass. I would have just straight up killed myself
0: on camera if I got told that on camera. <laughs> and <laughs> I knew that was going to be, in the second she said that would be like, well, that's it. That's all she wrote. Just hang myself with a belt
1: in the closet. <laughs> I thought he was going to get stabbed. I thought you was going like, well, I'm glad I kept this as part of the wedding gown. Second she just pulls out the <laughs> knife and just... Pulls off her heels and it's a it's a sharp stiletto. And she just tack, tack, tack. Puts three in his chest and walks yeah. off. <laughs> Deal with that, you son of a bitch. I mean, come Remember on. Remember when I told you you weren't the hottest guy I ever stabbed to death? Ah, she just sticks him. I wanted to see some blood. I keep going back to it. I cannot believe that there was no fighting. I want next season, if there's another season and one of you assholes fight forces me to watch it well who, who i thought though like to the point of jessica
2: blood. and amber oh yeah. yeah jessica
1: and amber There would have been blood
0: if i
2: amber wanted to see had to tune jessica up jessica yeah. wasn't gonna put up much of a fight and no yeah no
1: no amber was gonna beat her amber ass would have and maybe she's gonna get off. a good swing and hit her in the titty or something and and it's just really entertaining and fantastic and let's all be honest we wanted to see jessica get a bludgeoning we wanted to see it and I wanted to see... Who was it she was dating? Was it that Mark? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see Mark go to Barnett and be like, uh, uh, you know, I'm not really comfortable with how you're being. i <laughs> talking to Jess. <laughs> and, and have Barnett be like, bro, you need to realize she's just not that into you. Here's a book to read. It's called She's Just <laughs> yeah. Not That Into You. <laughs> and Just walk the fuck away, dude. Sack up and get the
0: fuck out he of here. Because think about... Think about how like he was a decent looking guy. Like that's we're not gonna I don't wanna poo poo on Mark too much because honestly he seemed like one of the only sane <laughs> ones in that in that whole thing. But he's also like four foot seven. So you gotta understand it's like like <laughs> four foot <laughs> like, seven think about if he was he's if okay. he was that good if he's he was strong that good five looking foot three. and six feet tall, you know, all of a sudden his dating pool is a lot bigger. And girls Opens like up. Jessica dime a dozen. At four foot seven,
1: you know, it's a little shallower.
0: I love her sir. Yeah.
1: yeah. Shallow indeed, considering who he matched yes. up with. It's it's the kind of thing where she realized, again, you go back to the beginning, she wasn't going to get Barnett. So she's like, I got to cling to something <laughs> to stay alive, baby. And then this dude comes out and she's like, target well, acquired. Think about it. They, they <laughs> bonded over,
0: what was it, like beef sandwiches and the Cubs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like great, that's a great Peyton Hester. That's a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not the rest of my life.
1: It's like <laughs> a great conversation to have with a drunk chick at the yeah. bar. That's that's, and then you guys go, "Oh my god, uh, I will never see yeah, you again." The what the... Good talk, and then you think about what what if could be, and then you sober up in the morning and go, "Oh, that would have been terrible."
0: Yeah, have a great romantic evening of dripping. Hot beef grease all over each other in Ch- in downtown Chicago, you know. But it's, it, it, that's to, to base your life, life. My God, I love this girl. She just she likes like
2: five things that I like. This is perfect. <laughs> they brought it up. Well, I saw how it on The out. reunion show too. The fucking Italian beef thing came yeah. up. I'm just standing up, shouting at my TV. Enough with the Italian fucking beef. I mean, it's a, a good. Shut up about it. It's
0: a good sandwich, but
2: it's. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, I'd
0: rather have BLT, to be honest with you.
2: You almost ruined your sure. fucking life for this sandwich. What the fuck is right? wrong with you? I this know you're girl,
1: 24. This girl feeds wine to dogs. <laughs> yeah. You knew, the, you knew the whole thing was going to fail, though, when they're hanging out in the woods behind that white screen. <laughs> oh, and she's, like, making fun of him for not knowing what blue cheese tastes like. And to be fair, dude didn't know what blue cheese tastes <laughs> like. I was like, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, that's Limburger or no, something, you know? Like that's doesn't that's he say something like, oh Lindberg my god, or whatever this it's
0: cheese is, this cheese is incredible. It's just really strong. She goes, it's,
1: he's like, oh, it's so strong. No, 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 you don't want to try that. You don't want to try that. And then she eats it. And she's like, she's like, it's blue cheese. And he's like, <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs>
1: never fucking heard of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor sweet Mark. And then they go to his apartment, with his other like twenty-five year old buddy. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're sitting there drinking Bud Lights on the couch. <laughs> like, like this woman's like she was in real estate or some some thing where she was like a director level. She's high power six. Yeah, figures. director yeah, level. She's
1: a six figure woman. <laughs> she goes to this
0: guy's couch with a sectional from Big Lots, <laughs> drinking aluminum
1: <laughs> Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he was fucked. You could tell at a certain point she's like she's making a six figure salary. And he does not, and that is clearly a factor. Yeah. And it's like, I wish it was like, uh, remember that Blind Date show that used to be on like VH1, whatever it was? I think and it was literally called the thing in the court, like, Yeah, countdown to when something goes bad. Boop, boop, boop. And then it's like, uh, My mom's coming over again. You know my
2: mom. Have I talked about my mom? I love my mom. <laughs> you know how much I love my mom? You want to meet Whoa. my mom? My mom. My mom. Wait, my yeah, mom. Is, that, exactly. is that the one
0: where they, it's like three different people? Like, it's, it's a guy, and then it's, like, three girls. Like, he's never met any of them. And then they go isn't on that... a date, like, all three of them. And then it's, like, something goes wrong, and he can, like, tell them to leave.
2: Isn't that, no, isn't no, 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 that no, no. Um, a limit date? Or... That,
1: yeah, that, that was on MTV. Uh... I'm talking about the one that was, like, the really shitty blind date that happened. I don't know what it's called. It was, it was hosted on, by it Rod was on VH1. one It was really bad. Oh, what a, and, again, the what whole an date, scumbag. they're just... They're just adding those little like uh, things into like the corner of the screen that would like count down to awkward moments, and they would literally say like "awkward moment in five, okay. four, three and then someone would say something, and then they'd put in a long fucking pause. And they put the thought as everybody's on you whenever they were yep. like,
2: just like an awkward silence. They'd edit those in. It was like, it was someone, like I want to like, get the fuck out of here. A Breadstick down their throat, and it's like a little Freud graphic. <laughs> it's like this says she's horny. And we're like thanks, TV. We it's didn't like get it was that. like pop up <laughs> video. But- for dating. Yeah.
1: Yes, okay. exactly. I kind of wanted to see more of that in Love is Blind. It made me way more entertained. <laughs> the funny man came on in the corner. <laughs> Just because I have the attention span of a four-year-old. Well, Rory, let me let you
0: in on a little secret where there is a funny man between scenes. A
1: little show called Love Island.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: God. Is this the one where it's all of the... Is this the other one that's on Netflix? Uh, it's on-
2: You're thinking of Too Hot to Handle, Roy.
1: Yes, it's, it's on Hulu. Okay. And there's
0: Love Island UK and there's Love Island Australia. And I have not watched much of either. But from what I've seen of Love Island UK, these people are the shallowest people <laughs> that I've ever encountered
1: in reality It's just a bunch of shitty Cockney accents because that's what I want um, to be. Yes, there's a lot of bad just accents. A... And you know how I feel about... Oh, no, it's when he had his abs out and I want you to fuck yeah, him. Yeah, you know
0: how I feel about the British. And so it's a, it's a, a little <laughs> bit of a struggle watching this show sometimes. But the entertainment value, when these people do exactly... It's just... It's a, it's a bunch of Barnetts and Ambers, basically.
1: But they're British. So it's a bunch of... Good-looking, well-off guys getting hit on by women with massive credit card debt? Um, I think the women are also good-looking and well-off.
0: But they're, like, British scale of good-looking. So, like, if you're oh, in, the, if, in the UK, <laughs> they're good-looking, but you, like, put them anywhere else, and it's like, okay, well, what's that cave troll doing here?
2: The sexiest woman <laughs> from
0: Wales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally well, boy, the sexiest yeah. woman. <laughs> All right, that's an American seven. Good for her. Oh, that's depressing. I don't I don't want anything to do with dating shows anymore. I don't. I just I can't I can't fucking handle it. I think that um and, and actually it might segue well into our next point. See, this is a non hamstered segue, Coach Pay I don't Attention even know what you're doing and right I, now. I think we're a little bit too obsessed with you know uh, objectively attractive people who have not a ton of other things to like offer you know what i mean we're all just kind of upset like i haven't watched too hot to handle yet but i've got a feeling that most of those people fucking suck you said yet? like they absolutely fucking suck
0: no i'm not gonna watch it say yes that was your unconscious speaking rory
1: Because there's always the potential for one of you guys to force me to fucking do it. Uh, We're going to review that show in three weeks. And I go, no, I don't want it. And you go, we're doing it. And I go, no. And you'll go, okay. Because I I have to. Because, like, let me put it this way. We've been waiting for our audience to give us topics about random things. And they never fucking do. Which is okay. But if one of them were to come out of the woodwork and go, I want you guys to review that show. And they write us the email. And they lay out a good case for it. Then you know we would fucking have to do it. Because when the audience request something from us we fucking mm-hmm. do it we are we are slaves to uh to the audience uh so there's always the chance that one of these days and god damn it i might have screwed myself because <laughs> yeah, maybe it. one of them is going to come does. out and say it but if they were to i
0: would uh listeners did you hear that um whatever you, Fuck you, <laughs> whatever do your it. worst most hated we want better television please we've already reviewed love is blind rory i don't <sighs> know if you realize this but your misery
1: is a hot topic. It's great. <laughs> it's the only thing that's hot about me.
2: I told you last episode there's no entertainment value in us getting along and having good lives. The worse things get for us, the better the show's gonna be.
1: Well, I don't know how much worse it's gonna get for me, so I guess this must be the most entertaining time of my life. That's fantastic. I hope Thanks. I hope
2: everything combines. So it's at Jeff's wedding, it's like clue. Jeff's wedding, one of the bridesmaids is gonna stab you just like you're on cheaters.
1: You're gonna get hit with a I was on the way to the wedding and I somehow got messed up in a grease fire. <laughs> I drove through a
2: Whataburger and a
1: whole bunch of people. Ooh. I can't wait for your wedding because I can't wait for the Whataburger. Oh, oh it's gonna be sick. So I can't bad. wait for them to mess your order up. They usually do because I'm picky and I get weird shit. Uh, just please don't put that thing that you guys always put on there. I just don't want the sauce. Can I just get ketchup? Uh, whatever, douche. You know what's great is they have their
0: online app now, and you can just order. So you just like you put it in. Like you don't have to rely on them hearing what you're saying and then hitting the button. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Which yeah. was a big
1: problem yeah. back in the See, day. I would
0: just order the straight up, like just the sweet and spicy bacon burger. I didn't ask him to change mm. anything. I was like, mm-hmm. you just you just pop that you just pop that baby out there for me, and and we'll be golden. <laughs>
1: mine weren't ever that difficult. I'd be like, no mustard please, or no mayo, or something, Whatever. whatever's on the What a burger is
0: built on mustard, Rory.
1: I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, see, I just don't <laughs> want fucking mustard on my burgers. And so, you'd be like, they'd be like, what? Uh, what'd you say? Boop! They'd press the button, and the guy in the back would be like, that can't be right. Squirt, squirt, squirt. squirt. <laughs> I'd get all the way home and find out my, my burger's drenched in the shit I hate. This
0: is a mustard establishment. Who the fuck is this lunatic?
2: Order just hey, ketchup? Ugh what's next? He's mm. going to ask us to take the God bless America stickers out the window. I don't think next so. Me, no, he's
1: going to ask us not to sneeze on the burgers. They, we Piece can't take shit. those
2: out of the windows. <laughs> they balance out the hundred <laughs>
0: percent Angus beef stickers. We have right next to them. Those are load bearing God bless America <laughs> stickers. <laughs> uh, but yes, what a burger and specifically the sweet and spicy bacon burger. Koch, mm. just as good as you remember. We got it uh, last Uh-oh. week, I think. And whew,
1: Buddy, it was good. Mm. Buddy, it was good. I miss those burgers. I miss the absolute. Like again, I didn't know that Ruckers was a thing, a real thing, until I moved to Austin, yeah. Texas. I thought it was just a fake chain that they used in in movies and in television. It's like five, five, five. Shit's five. real. Sorry, I don't think
0: we had been to one until San Antonio.
2: Yeah, when no. When Koch we didn't.
0: and Tanner and Mitch went to see the pre-show or whatever, and we went. And housed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many beers we got through at Fun Records. <laughs> I, I think we
1: did two of those six buckets of six or something like that. I mean, we were we did quite. We we <laughs> we had a yeah. time. Well, because I didn't go to you guys went for what was it WrestleMania or which one uh, was, was it? The Royal, Royal Rumble, Slam? Rumble? Yeah, Royal Rumble. I was so close. That was gonna be my third guess, <laughs> I and mean, there's uh, only, there's I didn't only go four to that. you can do so. <laughs> I went to San Antonio to go to PAX, which is a, a video game convention because I'm so cool. And you guys went to go to Royal Rebel. So in the beginning of the day, I went to PAX and uh, got my nerd on and got all of that out of my system. And then I met up with you guys later. We went and got some food. You and me got too drunk. <laughs> and then you headed off for that. And then I wandered the city for a yeah. couple hours. Well, we went. So they and, went to uh, the pre-show. You
0: and I went and got hammered. And then we went back to the hotel room. <laughs> at at yes the oh. company that i worked for and we just we made pig stags out of these rooms i mean these were these rooms were disgusting <laughs> by the time we left um and we drank yeah. like a majority of that bottle of whiskey that we had in that room too oh
1: god it's uh, see it's hard to yeah. remember
0: <laughs> to be honest because we had point. that balcony so you and i went out there with glasses of whiskey just looking over the pool just drinking yeah. straight Isn't whiskey. Isn't it funny to sit and dream? We <laughs> yeah. said and
1: just said, it's good to have
0: land. And then I went and drank, I think, just about as much as we had
1: from then oh. on at the, at the wrestling event. I believe I walked around a little bit and then went back and took a good nap. <laughs> because what ended up happening to me. And then we came
0: back and woke you
1: up. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes, that is right. I did fall asleep, and you guys did wake me up. I, I, I sort of remember that yeah, now. I think it was mostly Mitch's fault. What fun! Uh, it was one hundred percent Mitch's fault. <laughs> it was one hundred percent Mitch's fault. But we don't need to get yep. into that. Uh, maybe, maybe he'll be listening sometimes. if he can
0: turn off the Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla for. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch doesn't for
1: listen. And <laughs> eh, what the deal about the world is, man? That's my. That's my Adam Carolla. <laughs> If I sounded more like Adam Carolla, maybe he would listen.
0: Now nah, you gotta go pay sixteen dollars for this mangria that I'm putting out. Now
1: this stuff
0: <laughs> is really <laughs> shitty, but you're gonna support the podcast in my next car.
2: All proceeds go to re-educating <laughs> black people about how to behave in polite society. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not that's uh, not out of line with anything he said before. Any no, given podcast you tune into, stands. skip to like at least sixteen minutes in. He'll be like, "The breakdown of the black family because they don't have fathers, you see. So this is the problem with society." Why don't they just? I'm not. I'm not the much little Adam I've We'll give to. them
0: more resources when they prove they've earned them. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> This is why I haven't listened to a lot of Adam Carolla, I guess.
2: Jesus Christ. Mitch is just sitting listening to this episode. You fucking guys. No. He's seething. Seething. That's not the only thing he does. He's so just bad. Classic cars. This guy Mitch has is, GT something or other. I don't know cars.
0: He's just, Mitch is just home rubbing <laughs> mangria on his nipples listening to Adam
1: Carolla right now. We're calling him out yeah. hard, this podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, what's actually a good segue because you, you wanted to talk a little bit about another podcast that was out
2: there. Uh, Koch a little bit. Ah, uh, we can. I don't know. It, I guess I, we're gonna. It's gonna depend on how much we got a little bit of time Jeff left. Can get out of it. Oh, how much I got, it.
0: I've got another got another hour of time I'm available for. And what podcast well, are you speaking yeah. of?
2: Uh call her daddy.
0: Oh, so <laughs> yeah, we can we can get into this. You go ahead, Koch.
2: No, no, no. Go for it. You're loaded. You're loaded for bear. So
0: I am a longtime stoolie. That's what folks are called that listen to bar stool sports and pay attention to the content and everything. There's a a douche canoe, if you will. Uh, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. canooly. Yeah, I think that's what they say on 4chan, isn't it, Rory? Is that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck um... you. Well done. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Good turnaround. <laughs> and so I, I pay attention to kind of like what I consider to be a nucleus of Barstool Sports personality. So that's your Big Cat, PFT Commenter, KFC, Feidelberg, you know, the guys that have been the mainstays for years and years. And then there's some like the golf podcasts they do that i will listen to just because obviously it's something i'm into but you know those are the people that i pay attention to barstool for and obviously dave portnoy you know presidente so it's like i'm reading the blogs listening to podcasts that they put out and stuff never really listen to caller daddy at all you know obviously Barstool's blowing up chicks in the office is a big one you know they got a lot of podcasts that are really popular right now you can bleep out any of those no free ads if you want
1: but <laughs> no it's we don't give a fuck you, know, you heard of us those, earlier all we don't those give a ones fuck. that
0: I, I'll listen to like kind of tangentially if somebody else that I pay attention to is on there I'll listen to that particular episode of that podcast you know if they're getting interviewed um, but I never listen to Caller Daddy like I've listened to maybe an episode total of worth of Caller Daddy just if I'm looking for a specific interview that I want to hear from somebody they seem like the absolute worst people that you can imagine. Really, really.
1: it's just. So, can you run it down for us a little bit? Because, like, yes. I, I, I didn't know about Caller Daddy until Koch had mentioned it, and I heard that there was a little bit of drama going yes. on with it now. So, I looked into it a little bit, but like, what do you like? What's what's so Kach? Do you listen to the podcast? Do you listen to
0: Caller Daddy?
2: To call her daddy? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Until this all happened, I went and okay. listened to uh, one episode and went, "Well, <laughs> yeah. enough for me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is a, it is pretty raunchy. Like, pretty. I mean, if it's there's an audience for it, obviously, because what's happened was they blew up. I mean, to become really one of the most successful, like, probably non-sports podcasts there are. Um, you know, because sports podcasts for some reason just are the be-all end all for podcasts mm-hmm. a lot of times but what is it what is it so who, it's who two, is it and it's what do girls, they do alex alexander cooper and sophia franklin uh um, franklin yes so they are and
2: alexander like, cooper was noah Syndergaard's girlfriend for a while he was a pitcher for the new york mets so I see. he's okay. the one
0: they call thor because he's huge blonde throws like 105 miles an hour i mean like big your typical he's everything
2: you'll never be roaring <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why lob factual statements like they're insults? Just a typical,
0: your typical, like, stud athlete kind of guy. So she is a vapid, shallow hole of a human being. Um, So (laughs) dating an athlete was all she cared about. And I don't know anything about Noah Syndergaard. He's a Met, so he's probably a piece of shit. But (laughs) Sophia Franklin, same deal. Like, they're just good-looking girls that (laughs) happen to fall ass-backwards into social status. So they start having this podcast talking about. I assume they're very attractive. They're okay. Um, you can you can look it up, judge that for yourself. Um, they have this podcast. I get it. You're getting married. You can't say <laughs> they're, That's they're getting. No, no, no. I smart. Can, this guy's I can smart. Say, I could say whatever. <laughs> I, the the things she says about Michael Fassbender, I have free reign to say whatever I want about Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, if you're listening, <laughs> I think... um, I have she knows there's a movie where I he wedded Anna dog, Kendrick. Right? Would listen,
2: what's that? Marlon knows there's a movie where Fastbender hangs dong, right? Uh, I'm sure she's aware, yes. Well, she does um, now. She
0: hates, uh, what's the girl's name? Alicia Vikander that he's what? married to. Because he's married to
2: her. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm, so there's the
0: jealousy. You know, you were talking about um, you know, seeing a lesser stallion or whatever about mm-hmm. <laughs> about uh, <laughs> Damien. Same deal with her. Um, so they... So, these two girls, they start this podcast and they talk about their sexual exploits, all this stuff, and it's graphic. I mean, there's a term for a maneuver they do called the Gluck Gluck Nine Thousand, which you can look it up. It's a maneuver, but that's the kind of thing that's as about as tame as they get on the podcast. Is sounds like a blowjob, yes, exactly. Yes. I'll say it sounds like a blowjob. Yes.
2: Um, Very good, Rory.
0: With a power, hooray! I win. What do with I a win? Power level of nine thousand. Impossible. Um, But it's so they talk about things like that. It blows up. Very, very popular with the college age to mid 20s to probably even early 30s female demographic. And statistically, probably some of the men too. Um, But they talk about this stuff and they blow up like absolutely blow up. This podcast gets like hundreds of thousands of downloads every episode, like lots of lots, like Mm -hmm. makes tons of ad revenue, lots of money. So Sophia Franklin who is really more of the sidekick of the show, like Alex Cooper is really kind of the name the name of the show, like really kind of the driving force behind it. Sophia Franklin starts dating this guy that's an, an exec at HBO who hate, and HBO has it out for Barstool. Has for years. They ran a uh, one of their real sports documentaries about Barstool and absolutely lambasted them. I mean, Barstool's got its warts. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not here to defend Barstool sports by any means. But mm they they have it out for barstool so this guy is dating a barstool personality now these girls have been notorious for not ever coming into the barstool office like not interacting with any of the other talent they have just like basically doing their thing very successfully and not fucking with anybody else so they all of a sudden start saying well our contract doesn't seem like it's fair cuz they're getting paid $75,000 a year plus a bonus per episode. Now that contract was signed before they started getting super popular. You know, so it's like $75,000 to do a once a week podcast. You'd take that running away. You know, I'd take that running away. Well, We'd sh- all take that sure. running away. Yeah. You know, unless you're making you know, unless you're a podcast we've heard of that you're making real money on, obviously you take that deal and sign that contract. So obviously they're mm-hmm. blowing up they know there's a ton of ad revenue. They know how much money this thing is bringing in. So they say, well, we're not going to keep doing more podcasts until we renegotiate our contract. So Dave Portnoy, who is the founder of Barstool, is now the um, still the owner of it, but really has a minority stake in it, I think, because they sold to Ben Gaming, like we were talking about before the pod. Um, but he still runs Barstool. He's still the voice, the face of Barstool. He says... Sure okay, well, I think that's bullshit. You signed the contract. You should honor the contract. But he did go in to negotiate with them. He said, okay, I understand. This is not a regular situation. Like, there's no way anybody saw this being this successful. We'd like to keep you on. So, yes, let's negotiate. Let's figure out a new contract, blah, blah, blah. So Caller Daddy, Alex, and Sophia come to him and say, actually, we want to void the contract. We want the IP. And we want you to pay us as freelancers a million dollars each per year. Now, the revenues that this show is bringing in, like,
1: a million dollars is not totally outrageous for getting paid for this. I actually looked it up because we had talked about this before. And so just for some numbers for everybody, for a media empire like Barstool Sports, they're pulling in $100 million annually. And 35% of Barstool's money is being driven by its podcasts. So at seventy five thousand dollars a year, I would say that they are fairly. I mean, kind of what you're saying. They are fairly underpaid, uh, like for what they're bringing. Underpaid. Yeah, yeah. It, it is pretty legitimate for them to renegotiate their contracts. Having said that, uh, and not to jump the, sh- you know, jump what you were probably about to say, you know, he offered them five hundred thousand dollars a year in the contract renegotiation, but also happens to have admitted Portnoy himself admitted that when they were doing their show he was netting 100,000 dollars an episode just to give some people some context. Yeah. Keep so it going. yeah, so
0: huge money maker for this show. Obviously not something that huge. they thought was going to happen. So Dave Portnoy again, say a lot of warts on that guy, say whatever you want about him, not here to defend him. But generally in his business dealings, always very honest. Like him being so honest is what has gotten him in trouble in a lot of things with a lot of things he's said. Um, but as far as how he negotiates and how he takes care of the people that work for Barstool, like there's a reason that people don't tend to leave Barstool when they become personalities, is mm-hmm. because there's no trading up from there. Like they're making a lot of money working for them. You know, he he negotiates letting them have a cut of ad deals. You know, whatever merch they sell. You know, that kind of thing. Like they make the money for how hard they work like he makes more than they do because obviously it's his business but he does take care of them better than a lot of media companies do especially the ones you hear about laying people off like i don't think they really laid anybody off through this whole thing so he goes to the Mm -hmm. table offers them that the five hundred thousand per year that that you were talking about that kicks it it lets them end their contract six months early of the one they signed so that they can then get i think they were going to give them 75% of the IP or something like that of the intellectual property and that is a screaming deal but the boyfriend of Sophia Franklin seems like he was trying to push them towards Wondery which is another podcast conglomerate Um, I don't know if you've heard of that one but they have Mm -hmm. they don't have any podcasts I've heard of but apparently a lot of listens a lot of downloads like pretty popular so they apparently had a contract already in place with Wondery, but they were obviously still under contract with Barstool, so they had to try to break that contract. So, I so they see. tried to be.
1: So this was never really about the money. Is no, what you're they saying. tried to
0: break the contract. So their ridiculous demands were like to try to get Dave to say fuck it and just tear up the contract, so that they could go to this other place mm. because that HBO exec boyfriend has it out for Barstool and was also, I think, pitching a caller daddy TV show, probably similar to like Desus and Miro on Showtime like probably had that similar kind of like talk show thought to them probably would Mm -hmm. have been popular enough to do it but hbo is never going to touch anything barstool related so that guy
1: Mm -hmm. screwed himself well from the sounds of it it sounds like it's a particularly raunchy idea and i feel like hbo is kind of on the way to potentially having that kind of content but we're not there yet it is Raunchy, like there's, there's no. I mean, I've never listened it to it. Is before, I mean, you know, from what you guys just said. Well, I can, I can give you pretty... an excerpt
2: from what they were talking about in one of the episodes. I or the episode I listened to.
1: Sure. Uh, Sophia
2: was talking about how she was hooking up with a guy, and he went down on her, and he took her vibrator and put it just above her clitoris, and she said it was the best orgasm of her life. And then this guy explained to her, "Oh, well, you see, what was happening was." It wasn't actually resting on your clit. I was making my tongue vibrate so that when I was licking your clit, you were getting the vibrations from my tongue. So that's like one of the tamer things I that talk yes, about. Yes, honestly, I was going to say
0: I've heard it's... much, much worse. Look,
1: I'm all for sex positivity. Too, I feel like I don't obviously. have any problem with their content. Like, I don't give a shit what it is they're talking if anybody, about. If I'm anybody go,
0: knows I, Rory, they know he's all about it's, sex it's positivity. I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: Uh, do what you want to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sex advice from I don't know. Just lay there. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, just do it. If you feel like doing something, you know, just do it. Make sure she doesn't get mad at you. Um, I got no problem with that. So you know. It, but it doesn't sound like any of the issue has anything to do with the content. No. It sounds like it's more an issue of money at this point. Which, you know, being the kind of people who have been doing a podcast for free for shits and giggles, if somebody were to offer is like you were saying before, $75,000, that's yeah. outrageous. And then to have somebody offer you half a million dollars, I again, I'm conflicted. Because if they're making $100,000 an episode doing a podcast a week, that means they're making a generated revenue for Barstool at $5.2 million. Now, if... Barstool is pulling in a hundred million dollars annually. And you're pulling then, in like five percent of
0: that. Yeah, I mean that's.
1: Yeah, I think that's a yeah. big deal. It's it's a it it makes it sound like like this podcast was sort of their gem, and so I understand why they don't want to lose it. But at the same time, you know, I I kind of go back and forth about whether or not five hundred thousand dollars is enough or isn't. But at seventy five percent of the intellectual property, like you were saying. Yeah, that sounds like a and they have deal. an and not on top of alcohol that
0: alcohol line that's coming they, out. They were going to give them the full cut of the alcohol money, oh, like the full cut of the merch. That's massive. Like we're talking probably tens of millions of dollars a year that these girls were going to make outside of that five hundred thousand dollars salary.
1: And that is nothing to say about their social media presence that has been boosted by the Barstool yep. Nation. In the sense that, you know, if you are sitting there with millions of followers. On a site like Instagram, your posts, whether people realize it or not, a popular post, a really popular one, will generate you the poster somewhere in the tune of ten thousand or more dollars just for a single post so you've got to assume that as the year goes on, they're making that money off of mm-hmm. their social media accounts, which is not something that can be touched by yeah. barstool it's It's a pure profit thing so i'm kind of like i'm not sure how to feel about this whether or not they're being super greedy it sounds like they're being super greedy it also sounds like barstool's being kind of greedy but before having not heard what you kind of brought to the story it almost sounds like barstool is kind of giving them a sweetheart deal it is a business at the end of the day they are media empire which means that they're focused on expansion and so for them to give someone that is one of their flagship podcasts 75 percent of the intellectual property is a big fucking deal uh so it sounds like that's a lot more than that it's, to be honest. So they, have, like, so they
0: had you know tried to give them that deal which is like why would you pass that up cuz it's basically like you're getting paid to do nothing but this podcast, nothing but promote the alcohol which can you imagine how you know, much if you just do it a at the end of the podcast, daddy vodka would sell to 25 year old women that listen to this show. I mean, on un- go- every college across the amounts, fucking country.
1: Godly amounts of money would have been made from this. And I do have a question though. Uh, is it a half a million dollars, and then seventy five percent? Is Barstool giving them a half a yeah, million dollars their a year, salary. and then giving that's them seventy five percent of the IP? Seventy
0: five percent of the IP is separate. Yeah, separate. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't understand that. Yeah. Then that sounds selfish. Well, as fuck. because they thought they were going to have it does. like in that. So the problem is they were negotiating together. That deal gets offered. Alex Cooper is like, well, actually, that sounds. Pretty good, and goes to Sophia and says, We got to take that deal. Like, and she had already talked to Dave Portnoy and was like, Yeah, that sounds great. Let me just talk to Sophia. Like, Yeah, we'll do that. And Sophia was like, No, I want more money because I think they were. So this is already decided. This already, this all happened. Yeah. So, so, yeah, they're done. So now, so,
3: so now. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, it hurts, Coach. In the my way, body. and
0: Dave Portnoy went on because obviously they still own the IP. Like, released a podcast on the Call Her Daddy podcast. Like, that's just a half hour of him saying, "This is what happened." They fucked themselves. Oh, so savage. now all of the barstool personalities are like going to do podcasts on the Call Her Daddy side, like thing that they don't really want to put on their own. Like, it's just going to be a free page it's a and they've a started advertising for people to fill in. Like they're eventually gonna want to keep Caller Daddy going, but probably get different hosts. Um mm. there's like super famous porn stars that want to do it. So it's like these girls like went from Fucked a cash up. cow, like didn't even have the bag yet. They were they had only been paid the seventy five thousand dollars per year so far. Like they didn't have the five hundred thousand dollars or anything other than that. They Just sent all that up in smoke, (laughs) and Dave Portnoy's like, people didn't, people didn't really. He's like, they didn't really care about Alex and Sophia. It's like there's no other podcast with women that has that content. So he's like, we just got to get other. Caters to the female side of sexuality. Just have to get other people to fill that in. They had 1,500 applications (sighs) overnight when Dave Portnoy like said, "We need new caller daddy hosts." 1,500. And you're telling me out of that 1500, you're not going to find two that fight. are more talented than the original they had? I mean, right? Like they fucked themselves. Dude, that's
1: incredible. That's yeah. incredible. I, had, I, like I said, I looked into it very shortly, and honestly, when we had started this discussion, I had thought that what had happened was Barstool was sort of being like, "Here, we're going to give you 500k. We're going to make another 4.2 million dollars off of your backs." fucking deal with it. That's the best deal you're going to get anywhere. And I was like, "No, it's really not. If you're making that kind of money, you can bring it to another place and they'll give you the lion's share of that and they'll make the rest off of the other side." And that's not the case at all. I cannot believe that for working once a week, 52 episodes a year, yeah, that you would turn that down. Yeah. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I don't care what the content is anymore. It doesn't matter. You're a dumbass to not take that fucking deal yep. i'll take that deal bar sports <laughs> give us a give us a deal for our podcast we've got tens of listeners don't you want those listeners
0: <laughs> oh my body hurts i mean they do they are constantly expanding so you guys should just keep sending in clips of the podcast because
1: <laughs> well one day just get a cease and desist stop sending us this shit please we bro. don't know who this is for <laughs>
0: Well, no, I mean, they, they did start out, like, obviously, it's Barstool Sports. So, like, they start out, like, Pardon My Take is one of the most popular podcasts on the planet. I think it's only second to, like, Joe mm-hmm. Rogan or something. I mean, it's, like, super-duper popular. Good old you know, Joe. And then, but they have, they've br- totally branched out into just entertainment. Like, Caller Daddy does, like, a ton of Bachelor content. Um, like, a lot of just <sighs> reality show content, celebrity content. Like, they've branched out completely. You know, and that that show is, like, one of the most popular ones in that age demographic as well. Like, the same as Caller Daddy was. That's incredible. They have Barstool, like, Caller Daddy was not even their most successful podcast. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, they have so many, so many hits that they've done with podcasts. Like, you should just send it in. Because, like, if they promote it.
2: Get on it, Koch.
0: I'm too lazy. Just, like, email it and be like, here's a sample of the podcast. Like, see if you can get paid for it, you know?
2: Like who is this for? Yeah. Mental patients? I don't I don't understand. Like, well So well, you get fuck, it.
0: Who the fuck is <laughs> Caller Daddy for?
2: Uh, simps and chicks who wish they could live that lifestyle. Yeah.
1: There you go. So we're we're catering to all the people who want to have a mental disorder.
2: <laughs> I think yeah, it's like the schizophrenia uh, podcast, yeah. basically. What's it like to see ghosts? I don't feel so alone when I listen to the skimbo lounge because then I can pretend at least that the voices are coming from the podcast. But this is what we're gonna They're do. far we more we're, sinister we're start... than anything that I come up with on my own, so I don't know. It seems like a shitty trade-off. Thanks, Skimbo Lounge. <laughs> Five stars.
1: <laughs> we'll just start catering to the Skimbo Lounge, the podcast for the lost. Are you confused by the way the world is going? So are we. Feel a little less crazy when you hear us talk about it. Uh, Today I fought a rat for a bagel. Okay, well, at least my life's not that guy's life. Makes you feel a little less crazy. The Skimbo Lounge. One listen. <laughs> well, at a what time. did you think about that whole thing, Koch?
0: Because I know you—you you may not do barstool stuff as much as I do, but I know you've been, you know, paid attention to them over the years.
2: I'm I'm in and out of I'm in and out on barstool a lot of the time. I go back and forth. I like whenever there's like a big development where like they got bought out by uh, Penn Gaming mm-hmm. or when they moved to New York, all that stuff. That kind of renews my interest, and I'll jump back in and see where it's going. But then like I'll read it for a couple of days. There'll be a bunch of blogs like, "You won't believe what this woman did at the supermarket yeah. <laughs> with a cantaloupe and twenty dollars." And I'm like, Ah, I can guess. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> see the, the <laughs> way the, the way I avoid shit.
0: yeah the way I avoid that is I just follow. Those the people that I care about, like, what they write, I just follow them on Twitter because they just tweet out the stories that they put. Like, I never go on to the yeah. app for the blog ever. You know, it's like, I'll go on Spotify and listen to the podcast, and then if I, the only way I get to the Barstool Sports site nowadays is if I click on a link from like Facebook or Twitter. You know, it's just not a site that I'm yeah. frequenting all the time because it just doesn't have the, it's just all mm-hmm. a lot of writers and stuff that I just don't care about. It's a lot of the stuff, like you said, Koch, like Oh, Florida man does this, and it's yeah. just like everything you see—hot on-
2: dog walks with Liz Gonzalez, or wine walks, or whatever the hell she's doing. <laughs> it's just like, who is this for? That's Hot the question dog I walks. ask about everything. Who is this for? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. And like the only <laughs> podcast I listen to these days—here's a ringing endorsement for y'all—is the Tim Dillon Show. Oh, I Tim so Dillon. I follow, I follow him of-
0: on Twitter. He's the one. Was he the one that got uh, mm-hmm. Nicks from SNL because of his? Old no, episode. that's Shane Gillis. Okay.
2: No, not not Tim Dillon. Same crew, (laughs) crew though. Okay. Not like, I mean, Tim Dillon Dillon is really good friends with Whitney Cummings. Okay. Um, He's great, but he's never going to have, like, a true mainstream career because all of his stuff is just the most, like, everything he does is a satire of, like, blackpilling. Like, it's all just conspiracy and rants, and it's Hmm. dark, and it's sarcastic and it's, it takes a lot of hits
1: at celebrities too which is why he'll never be accepted by yeah. that crowd because he's he's sitting there openly mocking them and that is
2: sort of a yeah. no no he sometimes. hits both sides like the last episode I was listening yeah. to was an older one and the last 20 minutes of him were just him like going in on people who put politics as their identity he just starts like ripping into <laughs> Beto O'Rourke he rips into Doja Cat like he just doesn't not give your, a fuck not he's, your precious Doja Cat oh my god They're not your girlfriend She's taking enough
0: fire from lana del rey nowadays well what the fuck was up with that did you see the post that she did yeah oh man i sure didn't so go on maybe uh so rory you can probably look at this and then i don't know if you can like splice in reading it out loud for the for the viewers at home um or they can just go check i'm not they gonna can do go that just check themselves <laughs> yeah. um go check she your bullshit if you want to she basically viewers. wrote this Instagram post I think it was Instagram I saw it on Twitter but I think she did it on Instagram originally um, and basically called out I think it was Megan Thee Stallion Doja Cat Nicki Minaj um, Cardi B like all Beyonce these, Beyonce like all these all these black women that have show, have songs like either on top of the charts right now or have been recently you know just very very successful yeah. artists and she basically was uh-huh. was lamenting that she gets called out for her songs like because she she's like i play a role as a submissive in some of my relationships you know and i wrote about that and people told me that i'm glorifying abuse And it's like, and I was like, Uh, I don't remember any of that. Like I'm on Twitter in music Twitter all the time. I don't remember seeing any sort of backlash. What I remember seeing is you on like the best album of the year list last year and your songs and in the top 10 every time they come out. So from what it looked like to me was you're just mad that these black girls (laughs) talking, (laughs) talking (laughs) about partying and having a good time. And, you know, generally just, I think, rap music in general is might be what she's upset about you know that they're on top of the charts and they don't get the blowback that she
3: did
1: you know well and given the people you just named too there's there's a certain sexuality to all of them as well and maybe that's what she's pissed off maybe is she insinuating that like that's what they're trying to sell rather than their content you know because when you i feel like a lot of people bring up Nicki minaj and people like cardi b in that sense, that it's it's is just as much about their presentation as it is about their content. It, I mean, it could it could it, be. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, she didn't say that. In the I don't thing. know. I'm just trying to yeah, play devil's I mean, it, advocate it, it, to it. I don't. You know, I'm. Uh,
0: I don't totally think you're even not aware. I don't of think any you're even this. playing devil's advocate. I think you and I are going to firmly be on the same side of, of things on this. But it's like, you know, she clearly was just without saying it out loud like why are all these black women having success and no blowback and I had success and some perceived blowback when I don't really mm-hmm. remember seeing much blowback I do remember seeing a lot of blowback mm-hmm. for a lot of female artists uh, you know like Cardi B and Beyonce and, and people like that from the Fox sure. News
1: crowd I remember a lot of criticism for Cardi yeah, B in from particular. the Fox News crowd Minaj. that
0: you know they're like oh well they don't respect themselves and how are we we can't let our kids listen to this kind of music it's like well mm-hmm. you know that same like all those republicans kids probably were listening to lana del rey you know it's like you, mm-hmm. you have your audiences and for you to just like come out and say that and didn't i don't think she named one white artist in that or anybody except nope. for black artists and it's just like you, <laughs> it's not yeah, a good it's look like, you're not you're trying to speak in codes but you're making that code really easy to crack
1: <laughs> and not <laughs> yeah. in a good way either yeah.
2: Kids, we call that dog whistling. Do you know how it works?
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and I will say, we are. This is a pro Doja Cat household.
2: Nice. Yeah. Welcome to the revolution.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, Marla does listen to a lot of a lot of Doja Cat, and then so I, I- noticed
2: we we both uh, a special moment in our friendship. We both shared uh, Doja Cat's Juicy on the same day. <laughs> Ooh that's when i was like she's gonna be all right she's she's marrying my friend she's gonna take good care of him
1: <laughs> that was the day he officially approved in case you were when looking I knew. for it there it was
2: that was the same day i accepted christ into my heart and the same day that i knew that marla and i were gonna be friends
0: <laughs> i think the first the first thing i'd ever seen of doja cat was that cow video she's like bitch Moo. oh yeah bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what
2: I the account fuck for is? 50 yes. of the 54 million views.
1: So. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it's got that shit playing <laughs> on loop.
2: It's it's stupid and catchy, and it did everything it was supposed to do.
0: Yeah, but yeah, how how is someone like Lana Del Rey who just sounds
2: sad in every single? She sounds that like she a does? fucking heroin addict. Yeah. like every time. I
1: had a girlfriend who was obsessed with Lana Del Rey, and I could not. Wait a second. Wait a second. Ring it, Rory. <laughs>
0: You dated yeah. a girl that was in Atlanta Del Rey?
1: Wow. I did. <laughs> wow. And she always played those songs, and they were always so mopey and depressed. And for me being, you know, this ball of anxious depression, I was like, that's a little sad. It's a bit much, isn't it? And she was like, I just don't think you understand the music. And I was just like, no, I understand it all too well. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's good. But when you look at the content of the, oh, she's singing a song about someone who went off to war that she was in love with who died. Oh great! What a wonderful. Let's listen to it. But four listen times to the subtext
2: week. of the lyrics, okay? My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. <laughs> what do you think that actually means, Rory? It's a clear uh, statement coming out in support of the war in Iraq. That's all you need to know.
1: I <laughs> say it sounds like a a very pro-established uh, conglomerate viewpoint in which we are supposed to uh, support large business corporations. Uh, in an act of subservience. Did you guys see the video
0: of, the, of boobs. you know, how they load fish into a pond and they just like shoot them through a tube. Yes. But they overlay that. Yeah. Letta Del Rey monologue that she does where she's like, it was the, I have it not was seen the, that. The midsummer of my life or something like that. And she just goes on this thing, but it's just a picture. It's, the video is just the fish getting shot through this tube as she's giving this monotone, like, supposed to be very deep <laughs> spiritual speech. Oh, my God. It's, I highly recommend
1: Listen, it. i got to say, I've seen every video of fish being fed through tubes. So I don't know how I missed the one where they overlaid it with just Lana add, Del Rey. Just it's add, two of my just favorite add things. Lana Del Rey
0: to the fish through a tube search on Pornhub. You'll, you'll get
1: it.
2: <laughs> it's unfortunate, too.
1: there's people masturbating i get to it, something I very different when i look for fish through a tube
2: yeah.
1: hey see this ties in the last one we were talking about our fetishes apparently that awoke something in me yep fish through a tube that's what that's what gets me going second
2: to only the glass coffee tables <laughs> Oh no! rory likes his eggs danny thomas style
1: what are they gonna do with that glass table why is that man on the bottom side of it why does he look so enthused oh They're pouring a mix of cocoa powder and water over it. Oh, that's not what that is.
2: (laughs) Hey, that's tricky, man. You've got to control the exact amount you have in your bowels, because if that flows off the edges of the glass coffee table, it's not a sexy fantasy anymore. It's a Gallagher show. You're ruining that shag
1: rug.
0: Well, hey, if somebody's (laughs) under that glass table, at least they're a lot more protected than they are in there's probably a video just like it without that glass table. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know. yeah. You know. Or there's some it's arterial spray that come. hits the camera guy.
0: Yeah. There's another, there's another uh, level uh, of bad we can get to
1: there. Yeah. See here. I think that's like to bring it back to last episode. Oh no. Oh, no. That's oh, why no. like for some reason, <laughs> porn doesn't exactly sit well with me all the time because my brain goes to everywhere. You're not supposed to, when you're watching porn. And my thought is like, I wonder if the cameraman's wearing nose plugs. There's no way that room doesn't <laughs> fucking stink. Come on. No, Rory, the man's it's a the goddamn professional. He
2: breathes through his nose like an adult.
1: That poor woman <laughs> is getting boned in her ass, and she is farting every three pumps, so that, that well, room smells that's, like that's what shit. The video, that's what the I'm video sorry. editing is for. Right. Yeah, oh, she's putting it in her them. mouth. I just, They're not I, filming
0: in Smell-O-Vision
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I look at every <laughs> single one of those and I go, they're taking shots between. Are they spraying Febreze in between shots? I don't but think I will so. say,
0: you know, Smell Vision, like you think about it, people are like, oh, the more interactive porn gets, the better it'll be. That might be where you draw the line because all of a sudden you're like, oh, that looks mm-hmm. like a great scene. But then you get blasted with the smell of something rotten, you know? And you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you start to, since scent is the the sense
1: most closely associated with memory, you're going to start to really fuck yourself up. (laughs) But porn leads the way still, Jeff, so there won't be any, like, smell-o-vision movies where you're like, oh, it smells like I'm in that Italian restaurant before, oh, it smells like I'm in that room with the double penetration going on. (laughs) It's just not going to happen with one without the other. It's not. That's just, it's always the same thing. We have DVDs now because they adopted that over Betamax. Porn did that Do you think that
0: they're gonna do like smell vision in stereo vhs like over beta like Max. am i gonna i'm sorry i gotta correct like, myself. you know like Go you're on. playing a video game you you're wearing surround sound headphones you can hear if it sounds behind you you know you can get yeah. the directional point of the sound generally and with movies now too you can but with smell vision sure. do you think they're gonna pan that smell at all left to right so <clears> it's <throat> like you're in a certain scene with more than two people you know, so there's a person on one side and a person on the other. And you know which side that certain smell is coming from. So maybe next time you see a video, it's got that person in it. You're like, you know what? He smelled a little bad last time. I'm not going to watch him. Yeah. Not at
1: first. Not at first. But eventually you'll you'll see that scene. It's, the, it's like that point of view porn. You'll have your VR goggles on. You'll be watching this dude tag some chick and some dude will be walking through the scene behind. Boop, fart. And you're like, oh, I can... What? <laughs> Oh, oh, jeez! Well, you have to you have to do like. a
2: soft rollout, and you have to unfortunately take a step back to move forward. You have to go back to where it <laughs> began and go back to print porn and make scratch and sniff porn. <laughs> oh,
1: that is unpleasant. What's, what's, this is, well okay, that's <laughs> nothing. I'd make a soft drink out of.
2: It pretty much, uh, whole thing smells like shit. I don't know what to tell you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Well, we're going it's ahead with it. Shit on so. this page.
1: Uh, yeah. the japanese investors are very very pleased
2: <laughs> oh my that's... god
1: i think that's it guys. yeah i think i, think, I think jeff's got himself a game to get to
2: <laughs> <laughs> we did scratch i don't have to smell more. those other poker players
0: well that was uh that was a that was a wonderful time um again mm-hmm. uh we i would like uh to Promote this podcast, you know. I know this is only going to the listeners of this podcast right now. <laughs> but listen more. Listen again. You know, get those numbers up for these gentlemen. Because this is Tell quality, people. quality quarantine entertainment.
1: Quality. And if you guys get this podcast, this particular podcast, to 100 listens before the end of next week, I will shave my head and put it on Instagram with with beard clippers so you know it's going to hurt.
2: Yeah, you guys fucked up. He was gonna show onion bag for the last cut Doja Cat one to hundred and you didn't.
1: Yeah. And you guys failed. Gonna... So you guys get this to a hundred listens, I will go on Instagram and I will show my bald ass head. I'll shave. I've been I've been growing out a beard. I will I tell you what, and I'll rock uh just a mustache until I get back to Vermont.
2: And do like the bare and knuckle will, boxer will, thing where you've just okay. got the curly stash okay.
1: Well <laughs> now now we're yes, exactly. now we're
0: just negotiating. So if this gets if this gets two hundred listens by the end of next week, I will show my will, butthole. No, I'm just kidding. No, one will wants you to get see that. a tattoo of your butthole on your shoulder?
1: No, <laughs>
0: that's just forever. Okay. Butthole was too much. Will you get a tattoo on your shoulder? I'll get the words "tattoo" on my shoulder on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two hundred listens. You heard it here first. And
1: Koch is the one that edits this. Don't take this out,
2: Koch. Oh fuck no. Yeah,
1: no! I'll shave. I'll shave my head this for a hundred. Verbally binding. Uh, I'm afraid of needles, so I'll, I'll I will shave my head and I'll rock the porn stash for a whole week. Okay. Uh, okay. Or, or however long. I tell you what. I'll do it till the end of June, even. And I, I again, I'll do regular updates on the Instagram where I'll show you. Still. uh Hanging out here like I'm on set at a porn. Still look
2: like Doctor Robotnik. Uh, check in tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I'll get the glasses. Uh, 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 tune in to this week. We're uh, talking about things that make us cry. <laughs> you know, I'll do it. That's how little faith I have at this <laughs> hitting a hundred views by the end of the week. I think well, that's it's... because
2: we don't have contempt for our audience. We know they're not going to come through for us, and we respect that. Yeah, but you
0: must. We respect must the get, hell of it because they're just like us. Numbers every week you know
1: we get pretty good numbers um it's been a little tough during the uh it's hard to check the metrics uh because certain things don't give us the metrics a lot of our listeners listen on soundcloud but we don't get the metrics for people who listen on apple or stitcher or any of the other ones which is okay keep listening on them apple's super useful because that's where we get our reviews from which is again something i wanted to bring up one person gave us a one-star review Mm but didn't leave a review itself and god if you know who it is please tell me because i want to get them on the podcast so bad i want to talk to them desperately we really appreciate all the five star reviews that you guys have been giving us all the positive reviews uh and all the wonderful things you've had to say but Damn it all if I want if I don't want to talk to that one star person. Where 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 did your life go wrong? where you were that petty? <laughs> I want to ask them. I really do. At least tell us why we it suck. Was, it was probably uh, it was probably sounds Mark, like you guys are talking probably out your Mark dickholes. From Love is blind.
2: Yeah, yeah. These
1: guys yeah. hurt my feelings.
2: Where's <laughs> but, Damien? I don't like how much these guys talk about sodomy and racial politics.
0: And I heard it. I heard that <laughs> pale one say, "God damn it!" One time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh if that's what upsets people, then that's a badge of honor.
0: <laughs> and honestly, well, uh, we love it honestly, could we be also... anybody,
1: any one of us, anybody that
0: I, I've been on the podcast, any other guest you've had on the podcast, anybody could be the pale one, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> At this point. <laughs> Not like this pale one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, we are also well, on Spotify officially. so We
1: just got on
0: Spotify. Oh, I we will, did it. I will make a suggestion for the folks that are on Spotify, especially Premium. You can just set a podcast on a loop. Each one of those playthroughs is a fresh mm-hmm. listen. So if you're not Ooh. if you're not doing anything, if you're just if oh, you're just no. sitting around watching TV, just ter- put your phone on silent. Turn on Skimbo Lounge Podcast. Just let it rip. Let it run.
1: Not like this, Jeff. <laughs> hey, not man. like we this. We have integrity. I want fresh views. Let your fourth grade yeah. kid listen to it. I don't understand. Are what you this a- play it for your dog oh, shut and up. You're out for dinner? Are
0: you a teacher? Do you have a classroom full of impressionable students? Yeah, play, play the, the skimo lounge. lounge for them.
1: They'll learn something. But play it
0: on all of their phones. Don't play it just on yours and broadcast it. Have them all listen on their individual devices. Preferably in from, the age of preferably from different Wi-Fi points.
2: Yeah, in the age of social mm-hmm. distancing, I mean, they're going to have to. So, really, it's just tips for your survival. This doesn't really serve us. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just trying to help. Yeah. That's all. That's we're trying to teach you something,
2: you <laughs> dumb motherfuckers.
1: Let us learn you.
2: All right well Jeff anything you want to plug before we go
0: Uh, I mean you can follow me on Twitter if you want I don't really tweet What's that it's uh, at dude underscore mansky. I mean I don't uh, I don't I don't tweet a lot I I do a lot of retweets so if you like uh, if you like weird accounts getting retweeted I'm your guy and then and then I'll I'll retweet a lot of skimble lounge stuff too
2: well we we surely appreciate it you got anything you want to plug before we go
1: I sure did. No, I don't.
2: Okay, I'm still working on that scat fetish for you, buddy. We're going to get you there. (laughs)
1: Great. One day. Subscribe to my Pornhub account and get scarred forever.
2: (laughs) Uncle Splatty over here. (laughs) No one's supposed to know I'm Uncle Splatty. (laughs) Well. I was going to take that to the grave. Until next time, for Friend of the Pod Jeff, for Uncle Splatty, and for myself. (laughs) Good (laughs) night. Piece of shit. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye.